certain opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. The articles of radio show production documents have been delivered and we have allowed subject matter experts and witnesses to testify to the accuracy of the information within these documents. It will be recorded forever in history that this January 16, 2020 episode of Reality Realty starts now. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And my co-host this morning is my favorite co-host, Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with the Mending Lending Centers Alliance. Welcome back to the show, Carol Ann. Thank you. So we have, we have delivered the documents for today's show, and they've been approved. And the documents are on... Well, if if you've ever been away from your home for extended days, mm-hmm. be it on holidays, maybe maybe you just recently did it over the uh, over the holidays, the Christmas holidays, New Year holidays. You've been away for two, three, four days a week, and or maybe you're uh, about to go on holidays somewhere sunny and south for a week or two this winter. And so one of the topics today is, what did you do? Or what will you do to your home to protect the home and its contents? Right. And I think you've neglected something very important, and a very important announcement. We were recently away. Yes, we were. And why were we away? Well, we became grandparents. We did. Yeah. You just you just can't stop from <laughs> delivering that message, can you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two very proud grandparents right here. Oh, okay. Three off. But anyways, we are proud grandparents to a grandson who uh, is actually one month old today. Yeah. Happy so birthday. Happy birthday, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Are we sorry. ready to get back on? Yes. No, Let's get back on track. Sorry about that. Let's that's get back gr- on track. That's a great thing. And so we're talking about the precautions yes. to protect your home and your contents. Mm-hmm. And and then we also would like to cover this morning, if you're, and this is something you and I, you've heard me talk with clients about this pretty much every year. Yes. And if you were had a home listed in November, end of November, and it hadn't sold yet, mm-hmm. do you keep it listed during the winter months? Right. Or not or if you're thinking 2020 is the year we move and the holidays are over and we're back to the regular grind and now it's you know we're into the we're just middle of january and you're thinking okay maybe i should list now sure yeah should you or should you wait okay and so we'll take a look at that and then the last thing yes my personal struggle (laughs) yes my personal struggle with getting the garbage at our house 
organized correctly so that it will be acceptable to the new garbage Well, you need like, a, like an Excel spreadsheet now in, in a degree, I feel. Well, you Because know some of it makes sense and some of it makes no sense. And I think it's just the way you wrap your head around it. So, you know, lo and behold, as, as I'm saying this, and, and now, I'm, now I'm looking around yes. the room. Yes. For my Northumberland Hills calendar, recycling calendar. Yes. I didn't bring it. Oh, that's okay. So we're going to have to do this. I, I, I think I've got it down. And, and I think I, ha I have it down, but. And I think I have it down too now. But it's, <coughs> a, it's, a, it's a perspective. It's the way you look at it. Um, and, and that's, I mean, if anybody else is struggling, I might know why you're struggling. <laughs> Because I, I had that same struggle. So we're going to talk about that as well. Okay. So uh, a couple, three good topics for people who just live in homes and for people who need to take care of their homes when yes. they go away and for people who are trying to sell their home. But let's start the show off with Snapshot for January 16, 2020. Let's do it. Your local report on what's happening in Northumberland real estate market. I, I'm sensing some enthusiasm here and I like it. <laughs> it's a new year. It's a new year. Not to say it wasn't there before. It's a new year and it looks like there's new chairs in the studio too, I just noticed. Yeah. You've got, it looks like you should be like in a sports uh, racing car, that chair. I know. Maybe that's part of the energy we're feeling here. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's get at it. Okay, so <laughs> snapshot report. And there have been 61 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that number is down by 20 sales since our last report, which was just before the Christmas holidays, and it continues an 11-week declining trend in s residential sales. It leaves us with it also a decreasing inventory of 304 residential listings for sale. Average selling price of successful sales over the past year is approximately $452,000 in Northumberland County. And if we break that down into, into towns, the average residential sale price for Coburg over the past year is $477,000. In the town of Port Hope, 449000 and the town of Brighton, 408000 During the past year, people in Northumberland County have received on average approximately 98% of their list price in a market time of 47 days. Here's something, Caroline, I, mm -hmm. I almost never get a chance to say. It's, it's actually only about this time of year. And I would say Northumberland County, we are in a balanced market. Oh, wow. With, yes, with an absorption rate at approximately 20%. So we're at the top of balance. I mean, we're just, we're just a percentage away from being, once again, in a seller's market because uh, traditionally a balanced market is between 15 and 20%. So... We uh, have an absorption rate at approximately 20% based on the past month's sales trend, meaning we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy approximately five months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. Did you, um, I don't know, maybe this is going to throw you off, but do you remember the last time it was a balanced market? Did you I look back at your I stats? I, I didn't, but uh, from memory, I believe it was 
this time last year. Okay. Yeah, it is, so it's an art, in a way it's an artificial balanced market because it's, it's because of this very slow winter market, really. Okay. Uh, Northumberland County condos. We have an inventory of 24 condos actively for sale in Northumberland County. <coughs> 103 condos have sold over the past year with an average selling price of 388000 And on average, these condos, sold condos, have received 99% of their list price in a market time of 43 days. Million dollar listings. We have an inventory of 29 million dollar listings actively for sale in Northumberland County. 20 of such listings have sold over the past year. The average selling price has been $1,169,000 and on average these million dollar properties have received 93% of their list price in a market time of 68 days. I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system and matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system. So if you're thinking of buying or selling a home and you want this kind of information so that you can take advantage of it and, and be ahead of the game when buying or selling a home, talk to your local realtor. They can get you this information and help you understand how to best use it. Carol Ann, do you have the mortgage rates? Uh, yes. So, um, I was hoping so. <laughs> uh, of course, qualifications, like there's qualifications for these rates. These are not rates that are across the board for everybody. So we have a five-year fixed as low as 2.94%. And there's been no change to the variable as in terms of discounts from lenders. We're still at uh, prime minus 1%. Prime is still at 3.95%. And uh, I think the next Bank of Canada rate announcement is January 22nd. And that's when there possibly could be a change to the overnight lending rate, which would affect the prime lending rate. All right. And as always, our mortgage rates come to us from you. From Car me. <coughs> Ann Live Bryant. and in person. Mortgage Broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market and events in Northumberland County. <coughs> I would just like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty, although we really count on them being accurate, mm -hmm. they may not necessarily represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors or any real estate brokerage or realtor. They're simply our views and opinions at this time. I've changed my views and opinions before, haven't you? Yes. Do <laughs> That's a whole different topic, <laughs> whether you think I changed my views and opinions enough. I think okay. that would be like on a marriage podcast or something, not, not reality, realty. Yeah, I think you not might be right. a good topic for that. All right, so... First topic, Caroline, yes. for this morning is people who are leaving their home for an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that could be months. I mean, snowbirds, yep. they're months away. Some people, most people are just um, like a week or two weeks away. Um, and then sometimes it's just two nights, three days, two days, one night, you know. 
but it's an extended time that you're away. And there's things you need to do to protect your home. Um, and, and if you're not doing them, I mean, you could get away with it. You could get away with it over and over again. Mm-hmm. But if any of these things come to bite you, they can be pretty substantial. Yeah, it's your, it's, it's a huge investment, your home. Yeah. It's a, a huge asset, your home. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do things that are going to depreciate that asset. No, not, not at all. It takes, it takes enough hard work to get to where we are, and we don't need a thoughtless, you know, big step back. So we just recently did it. Yes. Uh, Grandma, we just <laughs> recently did it, and uh, we went away to, um, to see the family. And we were away for an extended period of time. What was coming to mind? What's one of the th- important things uh, that we did to protect our home and our, our belongings? Yeah, so we, well, one of the things I would just say, one of the biggest concerns I had, so not maybe protection, but one of my biggest concerns that I stewed about and researched about was, how was I going to keep my house plants alive? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Okay, less less critical than some, but yeah. legitimate. Well, because I have a lot of plants, and yeah. and and I I take time to make sure they survive. I'm not I'm not a great green thumb, but I have I have found some plants that I'm able to keep alive, and and in fact, one of them uh, I was really hoping would survive was uh, our peace lily. We've had it for a long time, and and out of the blue, after about five years, all of a sudden we got blooms on it which I was super excited about because it had just been green leaves for like five years. So then, so then I started doing research and we talked about it and we looked at things and, uh, you know, there's some expensive methods. It, it also wasn't, you know, practical to have someone come in and water our plants. Like that was just a lot to ask for the amount of time we were going to be away. So, I mean, that's an obvious solution if you're going away for a short period of time. You have someone come in to water your plants. Or or you bring your plants to somebody else. Yeah, which we did. Which uh, we've done before. We did, yes, once before, and that worked out very well. Yeah, it worked out well. But then but after it's, it's a lot to ask it, somebody. Yeah, after the fact, we started to think, you know, that one, that's a lot of pressure because somebody has the <laughs> responsibility keep your, yeah. of keeping your plants alive, yeah. right? Even though we said, you know, don't worry, what happens, happens. Yeah. Um, we can say that, but they still feel that heavy yeah. on their shoulders, and 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 we're asking somebody to change, uh, you know, change their routine around. And I don't yeah. know; I just don't feel. So right this about time it. we decided to keep them at home, and so one of them, I would say it was not a success, successful method that we chose. Um, it was partly m- successful. Some of my plants were alive when I got home, but sadly, the peace lily has has found the end of <coughs> end of its days. Peace is over in, in the Bryant over. house. Peace is <laughs> over. Uh, it did not fare well. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about wh- the method that we chose that was kind yeah, of a yeah. bit of a what, failure? What, what was it? It's called wicking. Mm-hmm. That's the name of it, right? It was a wicking wicking method. So you have... We, we, bought, we bought some wicking y- rope. Yeah, some wicking and, rope. And, and you basically, we, we put all the plants in a window in a big window on a on a table and we filled pots with water 
and we two big pots we did i think yeah, right yeah, two big we, pots and we did and then we we put um th- these wicks uh, tied the ends in a knot and and just used a lighter to just uh, singe the ends so they wouldn't fray um and then we we put one end in the wa- pot of water then you put the other end in three inches into the soil i think is what they say yeah, right into the soil and so just naturally the water will wick up that uh, uh, yeah. wicking rope mm-hmm. and very slowly but steadily um deliver moisture to the plant yeah and, and and it did in fact it did the one pot was completely empty when we of water when we came home the mm-hmm. other one had a bit it worked too well my plants were some uh, got overwatered. they were overwatered. Yeah. hence the the death of the peace lily yeah so um and and i did try i mean uh, the length of the wick is uh, uh determines how yeah how much water you get you can tie knots in the wicks to slow it down yeah which slow we it did down, that, which i did and you know what we tried a number of things with only you know partial success yeah so another method that i had researched which I, is what i'm going to try next is you just put your plants you can group them together if you want um and you put you put them in a bag like a recycle bag or something and and you create like a little greenhouse um you just have to make sure they're not sitting somewhere where they're going to get s- full sun on them because then they'll scorch but um that that's a method i'm going to try next so we'll stay tuned to see how that works yeah and i i just can't imagine how how that's gonna actually i mean you only have the moisture in the plant at that time and so you're you're saying you water them before you okay yeah you water them so you, and then you put them in there and apparently the it, it just recycles yeah like it creates like a little like water condensation yeah. the, so the condensation from that is apparently enough to keep the plants alive so that's our next that's our next that's experiment, our next experiment. And, and the other one that i was hoping to do but i got i got uh vetoed down here was uh the drip uh method with uh just buying a having a reservoir with a pump and yeah and, and a timer and and then you can have very fine tubing going to all your potted plants and and so it's not a steady like the wicking yeah but you can you can say okay this plant it gets so many drips a day yeah this plant gets more drips a day this plant gets uh so many drips every third day you know whatever that was that was super expensive for that piece of equipment though Mm, i didn't think it was super expensive so but i mean if you lose a couple plants how much does a plant cost true a nice it, plant it was a lot of money i felt yeah. and and then i read that somebody one of their complaints was that it had like an electrical short or something and oh, i was like oh no i call okay i call that's not right okay <laughs> I, I you know what i think i think that's the best but we'll try your little greenhouse thing okay. so we're on to water yeah why don't we get on to a serious topic like <laughs> Well, shut that was my concern, <laughs> <laughs> the plants. So shut, shut the water shut off. Shut the water off, yeah. To your house. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's there's no worse damage than, than w- well, there is, I mean, fire damage. Yeah. But uh, water damage is right up there as well. And yeah. And if you'd, I would suggest shutting off the main shutoff valve in your home, because then if there's any tubing, any fittings, any piping, any fixture, that happens to fail while you're gone you're not while you're while you're somewhere enjoying friends and family enjoying the sun 
dining on a nice meal, thinking, you know, you, you got it made, but all the while your home is flooding with water. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you do that, then, and, and something happens with the pipe, it's only the water that was in the pipe at the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's next to nothing. And, and really and truly, I think people think about that more when they go for two, three weeks away. But I not necessarily a couple of days. But not a couple of days. But and just something can happen the minute you're down the road. Ju- yeah, just imagine if you if if water just pours out of a, a faulty fitting for just an hour, let yeah. alone yeah. Um, two full days. So, I mean, it doesn't take long for well, yes, well, terrible you, damage to happen. You had experience with that, not um, that that um, in a home that had. Uh, it was the fridge the the that had an ice maker in it and yeah. it had malfunctioned you were going to show the house so the owner had only been there just like an hour an hour before you yeah. got there or something or, or a couple hours whatever it was and yeah. by the time you Actually, got there you know what it was more he he must have been he must have been maybe four hours or something oh, he was gone that long I'm before gonna, you're showing i'm guessing because okay. when i went to show that home, the amount of water that was in that basement and things floating on the water. And that was just from the fridge, and, right? And it was a malfunction yeah. in the in the line to the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. So right now that and, and that, that was happens. a brand wasn't that a brand new fridge too? Uh relatively new fridge. It was uh it was over a year old, but not I think it was under two years old. And and it was found out. So anybody with a fridge that has a, a water dispenser or an ice maker in it, and you have a water line going to it, this is not completely uncommon. This uh, I've heard more stories than than I wish I would hear about these things. Yeah. And um, in this case, it wasn't the it wasn't the uh, the piping in that either the homeowner did or the uh, or the plumber did from the water source to the fridge. It actually was a fitting that got cross-threaded, a fitting um, that in the manufacturing of the refrigerator. Oh, dear. And so it sealed for over a year. And then all of a sudden, one day, it just said, no, now I'm not sealing. And poof, out comes the water. Yeah. So so there's more to say about water. Water's okay. a biggie, but it's break time. Okay. So we're going to take a, a short break. And folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty. Uh, coming to you from Northumberland 89.7 FM, local real estate talk, and join us after this break. And Carolyn and I, we will continue to talk about things you should be thinking about doing to your home while you're away for an extended time to protect your home and the belongings. Are you a history buff? Do you love hearing about local legends? Ever wonder about those abandoned railway lines? the deserted churches, one-room schoolhouses, or famous folk who have called Northumberland County home. These are just some of the charming stories you'll hear from those who lived or remembered them when you listen to Legacies every Tuesday morning at 10, Thursday at 1 p.m., and Sunday at 11 a.m. Right here on Northumberland 89.7 Truly Local Radio. 
the Northumberland Players present The Sunshine Boys, a comedy by Neil Simon. Two top-billed vaudevillians who are forced to grudgingly reunite and work through past conflicts in order to pull off a history of comedy retrospective. This hilarious classic show is full of memories, miseries, and laughs. It runs from January 17th until February 2nd at the Best Western Plus Coburg. And bonus, it's a dinner theater show. For tickets, call the Best Western Plus or visit NorthumberlandPlayers.ca slash tickets. Proudly sponsored by Tug's Furniture Gallery and LeClaire's Butcher Shop. Welcome back. This is Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And my co-host this morning is Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Alliance. And Carol Ann, before the break, we were talking about things to do to your home mm-hmm. while you're away an extended period of time to help protect your home and the belongings. And we were... We're getting into the water aspect, and we talked about, you know, shutting the water off, Mm -hmm. uh, the main water off, and uh, I mean, most people will know where that main water uh, valve is, and if you don't find out, because even while you're home, if something leaks, and you need to stop that leak, I mean... Sometimes there's not a, a local valve uh, by the leak, so sometimes you just have to go to the main source. So mm-hmm. find that Good thing to out. know, right? And and uh, and the other thing you can do, and this we'll get into this a l- little bit more when we get into you know some smart devices and and making a smart home. But the other backup you can have is an alarm for water. Yes, and you can. S- Place them strategically, um, typically <coughs> in a basement. Uh, you might have them. Uh, we have a sump pump in our basement, so mm-hmm. we have a water alarm uh, fastened to the floor by the sump pump. We have another one in the furnace room, which is very close to the hot water tank. Yes. And so if any of these appliances happen to leak, then there's a, a couple sensors sensors probes and 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 if the water um connects the two probes together it creates an alarm and and, and then, then we, we know we get notification on our on our phones the al- the uh, monitoring center gets uh, notifications yeah. so <coughs> so there there's a number of ways you can protect from that ugly unwanted water damage scenario while mm-hmm. you're away from home can you think of anything else that uh, that should be done? Well, there, well, there's a ton of things that can be done. Um, but uh, one, one little, this is like a handy little trick that I discovered when I was doing some research, uh, I don't know, a few years ago. Um, and that was, um, if you want to know, like if you go away and the power goes out, and maybe you're unaware that that has happened, and then you come home and and maybe your food in your freezer completely unthawed, but it refroze again because the power came back on. But now maybe it's not good to eat and you're going to get sick. This little trick was take a, a cup, put some water in it, freeze it, and then take um, a quarter or a nickel and put it on top of the frozen water. And if when you return, if the money if the coin is sitting on top of the cup still you know the power didn't go off if it's down a little bit in the glass you know it went off for a little while if it's like way down in the glass you know the power was off for quite a while and maybe you should consider throwing out your food 
Yeah, that's that's just a simple but brilliant, yeah, really brilliant handy trick. Method. I mean, and and then if if it's a freezer only, then you know, then you know you had problems in the freezer, and and all foods are suspect. But if you if all you have is the freezer or the fridge, um, then you also know that the the fridge, uh, refrigerator food is suspect too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and maybe not just suspect, but ought to be thrown just out. Just throw it away. It's yeah. not worth getting sick. Yeah, really, um, really good. Yeah, that was a little trick. I mean, uh, we have, um, which I find very handy, we have a ring doorbell. So when we're away w- and somebody comes to the door, we get notified and uh, we can converse with that person when they're at the door. We can also just tap into that app and take a look at what's going on at the front of the house too and just uh, a couple times we were like oh we we're wondering if there was any snow at home and and so you can just tap into that um i find that a super handy um and and it's not that much money the ring doorbell it's not uh it's not too bad price yeah, wise it's, it's very reasonable i i think you get a really good one they have different models but i think i think you get a really good one for three hundred dollars and uh yeah it's what a what a great tool it's i i found it very handy to have that um we also have smart uh small bar smart light bulbs in the house so we set up a schedule for lights to come on at different times on different in different rooms of the house and uh that just kind of you know makes it look like uh, somebody's home instead of your house being completely dark if, if, in fact, somebody has been paying attention to what's going on in your house or, um, or not paying attention, and if they see lights on, then chances mm-hmm. are they're thinking somebody's home. Yeah, so, so I guess that's under the heading, don't broadcast, you're away. Yeah, don't broadcast. And don't post on social media, I'm packing, we're taking off, we're at the airport. I oh mean, yeah. that's or, just a... Or selfies on the beach in... Uh, yeah. And wherever you are, Dominican, and, and yeah. doing a selfie, and, and that's just saying, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody, my home's empty. My <laughs> home is empty. So I, I wait till we get home. Even though, it, even though it was killing me not to post pictures of our brand new grandson, I waited until I got home because I was like, well, then everybody knows we're away right now. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, no matter how smart you are of taking care of the other aspects, I mean, well, and, and that's just for the people paying attention that way, uh, those nefarious types, which yeah. which there's less of them than all the other people. But the other, so some of the things, and, and you mentioned the lighting, um, yeah. you can buy timers yes. and have timers just um, uh, take care of certain lights. You can actually buy the lights, the smart light bulbs, yeah. and, and we have a bit of both. And and the neat thing about these things is uh, it's not all lights on at the same time. It's not even the lights have to turn on and off uh, just once in the day. It could be several times. And every day, you can schedule every day to have just a little bit different pattern. Yeah, you can do a random schedule, and you have the app yeah. right on your phone, and so, so you can control override it. override if you want to. You can, yeah. Yeah, and so the other thing is not broadcasting is, you know, in the wintertime, I'm thinking... Have somebody come and clean your sidewalks and yep. your your driveway and take your mail away. Take your mail away if you have a, ve- a, a sec like a vehicle still in the driveway. Wouldn't hurt if somebody could, you know, sweep off some windows and that. So 
Oh. And, and maybe even use your driveway. Maybe let, let a neighbor know or somebody who's taking the mail away or somebody that you trust just to say, hey. Uh, go ahead and park in my driveway. Go ahead and park in my driveway uh, if you want from time to time. It, it certainly doesn't hurt. So, because, well, because this, so let's just say we were quite surprised. Um, it, this was a few years ago when we were going away for an extended period of time. I mean, we've gone away for a week or a weekend or something, and none of this stuff has ever occurred to us. But because we were going away for an extended period of time, I called our insurance company and I said, what is our policy state in terms of, you know, how, how often does someone have to come to check on the house because we're going away for <coughs> X amount of days? Mm -hmm. And I found out that our insurance policy requires our house to be checked every three days. Every three days, and, and the whoever's checking needs to go around the entire perimeter of the outside. Yeah, which was odd because which you said I, I live at home and I don't go around the perimeter of my house in the wintertime. No, I don't even do it being the person who lives there. But, but had something happened, if we didn't do that, if we didn't arrange to have that done, had something happened and we try and claim it. You can't. Uh, uh, I was told your policy will be void if you don't yeah. have somebody checking on your home. And, and, yeah. and they can tell, too, because these uh, insurance adjudicators or inspectors or whatever, if they see something that's happened in the house, they, they can tell how long that's been there. Like if there's water damage, they, they know that wasn't just recent. So you, you can't. That's something really important. And, and, and some policies might be once a week. Some... You know, it, it just happened to be our company required every three days. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and I, I've talked to people and they haven't done it and they don't see the sense in it. And But really and truly, you might get away with it your whole life or you might you might not. And it, it it's really not worth the it's risk. It's not worth and, it. And uh, I don't know if we want to give a shout out to who, who does that for us because that's part of his business. And maybe if somebody needs that. Yeah, and um, and 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 I uh, we use uh, Tim Rasmussen's from Focus Security. I yeah. mean, we use him for. He's been responsible for making our home a smart home. Yes, he's a he's just a fantastic guy. He set up our security. He's, he's brilliant. You can trust the guy. He does great work, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he provides that service for people that are going away. He'll come in and check the home and uh, make sure everything is is good. Yeah, exactly, and. And so, I mean, uh, so smart home, we're, we're talking smart home. Right. So some of the things we have for smart home, we have, I mean, just security, break in. Um, uh, if doors or windows got broken into, opened when they shouldn't be opened. If uh, there's motion sensing in the home, something we have. We have smart home thermostat. Yeah, um, so that's turn, really handy. Turn in the winter, turn down your temperature in the summer. Um you know, turn it up. Don't have the aircon come on so often. It has a vacation mode, our yeah. thermostat. So I just set it. I'm like, we're going away at this time. We're returning at this time. So when you put in the return date, it'll schedule the heat to come on. Mm -hmm. So when you come home, you've got a, a cozy home to come we, home to. We have a temperature alarm. So if something failed with the heating system and, and it's getting too cold and we're, we're getting into pipe, Freezing, like, well, you, we can set the temperature alarm wherever we want, but right. but the monitor sis, uh, the monitoring system, and the and ourselves will be notified for temperature yeah. too. So it just gives us peace of mind when we our go sump away. Our sump pump, 
Yeah, or a sump pump. Uh, yeah, sump you kind of will, will even tell us uh, how many times it's run and and if if the power goes out to it. And it you have that as an app on your phone because yep, we, we have, have a battery backup on that. Should the power go out? Yep. Because. Um, but still, all these things, um, you know, we we have also cameras uh, aside from the the ring the ring doorbell. But mm -hmm. all these things are good things, and and they give you a peace of mind if you're going home away from home for a little. A while longer uh, one of the things um, I mean this is this is important too but make sure your bills are paid uh, like mail is gonna come somebody's gonna collect it but yeah make sure if it's extended period of time you, you don't have bills coming up overdue um, uh, and you, you can set all that up on pre-authorized uh, payments like if you do mm -hmm. online banking you can go in and you can set the bill to be sort of like paid in advance so when that day comes up, it comes out of your account. And I mean, I see that a lot with people um, that I meet with. Um, if there's issues on their credit bureau, sometimes they'll say, uh, well, I need an explanation as to why there were, were late payments. And they'll say, well, I, you know, I was backpacking in Europe and I just uh, didn't, <coughs> didn't bother with my bills during that time. <coughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's really easy to just set it up online so you don't end up getting those uh, late payments that show up on your bureau and, and, that affects your credit score. This isn't really a handy tip for protecting your home or belongings, but it ties in a little bit with uh, that little trick of yep. freezing a cup of water and putting a coin on it, uh, the frozen food, is uh, before you go, make a couple fro meals that you really like. Freeze them. Because when you get back and you're, you're trying to get back on your feet and unpack and, and get back into the routine, what a great thing to have a few of your favorite fro uh, meals frozen in the freezer just to uh, have a quick, easy meal. Yeah. Um, uh, and and last, last thing I can think of, Carol Ann, that's like, you know, important protecting your stuff is, uh, is turning down your hot water tank. Because the um, hot water tank that just all the way up hot all the time. And it's not cycling. You're not using hot water, and then okay. and then having it, you know, um, replaced with the cold water and warming up again. When it's just on high all the time, that's not good for the tank. Yeah, and also I would say um, go around and unplug things. Um, you know, we have our kettle. I have my kettle plugged in all the time because I I like to have uh, tea throughout the day. So um, I just unplug it because we're gone and it doesn't need to be drawing electricity while we're not there. So little things like that, right? All right. So those are, those are a number of good, good things to put on a checklist. A, a few little tricks, uh, some things to be aware of exist um, that you might not be taking advantage of. But let's get in now. Let's change, let's change directions. Let's okay. get into somebody lists their home. Yes. And and uh, November comes and goes and we're going into December. And the question is, do I keep my home listed during the winter months, mm. during the holidays? It's a hot debate. Or do I <coughs> take it off the market and do I put it back up in the spring? And then the other part of it applies if you didn't have it listed, but this is the year to list. And you're saying, should I? Okay, it's 2020 now. Holidays are over. Let's list. Do you do mm -hmm. it now or do you wait? And You've heard me talk about this forever and a day. Right. Every year this time. Mm -hmm. um, what What do you, you've heard, you've, there's pros for both sides. Yes. And, and cons for both sides. Yes. After hearing it, what, what's your thoughts? 
What do, what would you do for you, Carol Lamb? Right. Um, well, I probably wouldn't want to have it up for sale over the Christmas, like December, January, because definitely not in December because it's a busy time of the year. But um, I think for me, it would depend on in my, I don't know, like I've just seen how it's worked for you. So now I'm kind of a little bit biased on that. But if I was not in a big hurry, it was just like, this is something I would like to do. I would take it off the market because it's a slower market in the wintertime. Although with the weather we've been having lately, it hasn't been like super cold or snowy. The weather can affect how the real estate market goes too, right? So yeah, it's I'm, I'm conflicted. <clears throat> so so this is a great thing you bring up. It's been it's been not a, a terrible winter. The weather's been pretty good. And we got hit in November, but then it's came and gone. Yeah, and but really and truly. So uh, on snapshot today, yeah, there were 61 residential listings that have sold over the past month, and and the past month hasn't been that bad for weather. But that same snapshot report on October 23rd, the number was 152 had sold over the past right. month. So, I mean, the, the difference is huge. There is not much activity going on. And, 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 and throughout the year, there's often snapshot reports where I am, I am reporting that there has been 170 some odd and 180 some odd homes that have sold over the yeah. past month and we're at 61 so right. so the reality is um you know they're not selling fast they are selling yeah. so if you have to yeah if you have to for whatever purpose and i think you, you know, just need to leave it on the market right then right to. yeah if you i mean if well, if you're in some financial trouble and right. uh, and you better sell before a bank takes over, yeah, then you better be serious, have it priced seriously right, <coughs> and just sell that thing. Or if you're you have a job where you you need to relocate, right, and it's happening, um, you just need to price accordingly, market accordingly, and and um, and try your best. Or or even if you have a conditional offer on another home, and the condition is that you sell your home. Right. You need to be responsible and continue to try and sell your home. But, sure. But I, I come across a, an absolutely brilliantly writ, uh, written a blog post, and I am going to share that blog post on this topic right after this break. So, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break. We'll be right back. This is Allison Houston from Port Hope Public Library, your destination for inspiration, imagination, and information. Introduce your little ones to the library with Early on Northumberland, Thursday mornings at the Hub, and Monday afternoons at the Mary J. Benson branch. Get tech help for your device, your phone, your laptop, or tablet with Trinity College School student volunteers weekly on Tuesday afternoons. Register for one of the limited spots in either the Journaling for Healing workshop or the Restorative Yoga and Reiki program. The Local History Series returns January 18th on the topic, The Subdivision of Hope Township. Enjoy family fun with crafts and games every Tuesday evening at the Hub. Details about all library programs, including the Homeschool Group, 
Library Book Clubs and Friends of the Library can always be found in the What's On newsletter on the website porthopepubliclibrary.ca or by calling 905-885-4712 and find the library on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant and my lovely wife, Carol Ann Bryant, who is a mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And we are talking about, before the break, we were mm-hmm. talking about um, what should you do? Your home is listed in late November. It didn't sell. Do you keep it listed through the winter months? Or do you take it off and uh, the market and relist in the spring? Or if you're thinking of listing now, mm-hmm. should you do it today or should you wait? And and I said to you, I have, I said to everybody out there, I have a brilliantly written blog post on this very topic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, and what did you say to me when we went to commercial break? I said, is it a blog that you've written? And it is. <laughs> It is. Way to pat yourself on the back. No shyness here. <laughs> so here's something I wrote. I wrote this on December 1st, and um, I think I bought, um, Naomi uploaded it for me on the 9th. So here, here it goes. Uh, okay. It reads, yes, homes do sell during the winter months, but the real estate sales activity is substantially diminished. A combination of family, friends, and workplace events holiday preparations and weather that tends to be less than ideal for strategic and comfortable home viewing should have thoughtful sellers thinking twice about listing their home or continuing to list their home through the winter. There's a bit of a dice roll when a buyer commits to a home with a snow-covered lawn, gardens, and roof. Any home inspection report will simply cite the limitations of not being able to see any potential concerns that may lie beneath. Quite often the fear of the unknown is even greater than the true condition. If we compare the market activity over the past seasons, and and so when I wrote this I was looking at the 2019 stats, and this is information from our local board. Okay. The hot spring market had 474 residential sales, and that is during the months of April, May, June. 474 sales. The hot fall market had approximately 85% of the spring market activity with 401 sales during the months of September, October, November. However, the winter activity was not nearly as strong, and I I did the previous uh, winter activity, there were only 247 sales during uh, mid-December to mid-February, representing only 52% of the spring activity and 62% of the fall activity. So, it continues to uh, say, what's the worst case scenario if you list or extend your listing from December through the winter? And the answer is, low activity with potentially no sale. When the market picks up in April, May, and people ask how long your home has been on the market, which they almost always do, Mm -hmm. they'll wonder what's wrong with your home. And they'll believe they should get your home for a reduced price since the market has dictated that your home either has a problem or is priced too high. In reality, the only issue might be that your home was for sale during an extended time 
when the market was not active. So what's the worst case scenario if you wait until March, April or let your listing expire and relist again sometime in March and April? And the answer is someone in your neighborhood who lists and sells during that time, during that winter time and defies the odds will make you possibly regret not having a chance at that particular buyer. And even worse if it happens a couple times. Right. So the, uh, in a wrap up, it says if you're in a situation where you have to sell and taking your house off the market is not an option, don't give up. Homes will continue to sell. However, if you have the luxury of being more strategic, you may want to consider a fresh start in the hottest real estate market of the year. What do you think? Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, but, but it's also, um, it's such an emotional thing, right? When you're mm -hmm. selling your home and, and I, I can see how people are conflicted in exactly that scenario you said, you take your house off the market and then your neighbor puts their, their house up for whatever reason and it sells. And then you'd be thinking, well, that was a big mistake. Even though they might not have bought your home. Yeah. Um, but you, you just, I mean, you second guess. So there, although you can look at the other, the silver lining in that is that now that sale becomes a comparable sale for your house, which helps maybe support your value or even helps increase the value when you go to relist it. Oh, hopefully, hopefully it helps support yeah, hopefully. your value. Uh, hopefully because it was a winter market and yeah, sales weren't, true. weren't abundant. They the didn't people, sell low. the people yeah. didn't sell low. Yeah. 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 Well, because they just they just needed a sale, so they listed true, it in the winter. True, then harm you. Yeah, and then it, it's not it's not really helping you in the springs. But uh, yeah, you know what? And um, and it is a very anxious thing to do. Yeah, because you want your home to sell. Uh, there's so much at stake, and and it's it could be really hard to comprehend that the best way to sell is not to have my house for sale at this moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. For sure. It's the, it's the very same thing as back when the market was so active, just ridiculously active and we were we were and we were always getting multiple offers and we were intentionally underpricing a home. Yeah. So we would get more hard. offers yeah. and and wrap it was hard to say if we l price the home a little bit less, we'll actually end up getting a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> that or a yeah. lot, a lot more. So, so sometimes these are are counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. um, these marketing strategies. I think you just uh, you know try and make your best informed decision, mm -hmm. and then you you then you live with the consequences. <laughs> yeah, and and average time on market. Um, this in our snapshot report um average time on market uh over actually this wasn't in the report because i do over the past year but over the past month because i do a lot of other statistics that i don't actually uh share on snapshot but um over the past month in northumberland county average time on market 67 days when the average over the whole year is 47 days. So yeah. it also takes a lot longer. Like longer, yeah. So you Not to, to mention all the homes that don't sell during this time. You need to manage your expectations. You can't think that you're going to list in December and January and it's going to, you know, 
be a quick process yep. unless you have a very sought after sought after home yes there <laughs> are mean, those there, there are, are those too there's homes that are p particular hey, neighborhoods that people want to move into there's a price point that is a very popular price point if it's priced right yeah. it's got to be priced right in in this slower time yeah. and and it there just has to be the, a, a buyer out there for that so that's what you're saying there's certain homes i mean it's like fishing yeah. a fisherman if if they got the very best lure and the best rod and reel and they're in the best boat and they got all the uh, techie stuff techie stuff and and they are they are trying hard but there's just no fish <laughs> that can see that lure yeah the lure isn't going to get bit that's very good yeah and my dad would like the fishing analogy yes he would yeah all right, let's get on to this one, Carol Ann. And this has been my own struggle. Trying Is the garbage system <laughs> your garbage nemesis system. right now? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, and it's important. It's important because we need to take care of the world. We can't, we can't just abuse the world we live in for ourselves, for our children, for our grandchildren, and so on and so on. Yeah. Um, and, and we need to do the right thing. And also, this new system can save us money. Because sure. where we were putting out all these green bags of, you know, general garbage and costing us per tag, now they're giving us an opportunity to separate more things. Yes. So we end up with less in that green bag. Yeah. And we can actually save money right away. Sure. Why, why don't you explain... Instead of me explaining the, s the, the trouble I was having until an aha moment just very recently, the, the, the okay, struggles, well, the mix-up. Okay, aha moment? Well, let's talk okay. about the mix-up. Well, so, so before we had like a two, a two garbage system, right? We had your, 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 your wet garbage and your, your dry garbage. That was pretty simple. Two bags of garbage went out at the end of the road. Now we have composting. We have uh, your dry garbage that has to get separated. Uh, you have cans and uh, bottles and in one system. You have paper and cardboard in another system, and then and then you you always had your hazardous waste. That was always that was always part of the system, right? But that's not usually on a weekly basis. Uh, do you have hazardous garbage? So that still exists. Hazardous and, and still exists. Garbage. Oh, oh yeah, leaves. Yeah. Oh, 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 and 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 also, um, if you want to put your uh, plastic bags, your plastic grocery bags, if you want to throw them out, they have to go into a bag separately on their own. I if you have shredding, uh, that has <laughs> to go into a separate bag uh, that gets put beside the gray the gray bins that we've been given. We've been given these bins, so. <clears throat> this is why I see you need an Excel, <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. And um, I, I found for myself, uh, I, I've just been leaving that composting container out on my kitchen counter as a reminder because I, I, I have caught myself several times putting my tea bag in the, in the wet garbage just because that's been my habit for I don't know how many years. So then and then in your compost you have to wrap your head around the fact that you can put uh paper towels in there you can put if you've had your meal on a on a paper plate it can go in there but but if if you have a kleenex that that can't go in there so 
it's right. like you're, you're sounding like me now <laughs> it, well okay so it's a complicated system yeah. and then if i can just say um what what kind of made me extremely irritated this week because we were away when this whole system kind of came into full implementation we got the containers a while ago but i think it was was it was implemented january 1st we At were away it was scheduled to implement yeah them, I think. so but we were away so um so when we returned the first garbage day was this tuesday for us to 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 put it out and um so i took all sorts of time separating i even went into the garage because we'd had bags in there from before we went that weren't the paper was mixed in with the cans and whatever i went through all of that i separated all of it and then i was at my window and I watched as the garbage truck came and guess what everything was thrown in to the same spot except for the composting they came separately the truck came <coughs> er earlier that morning yeah picked the up the composting but all that stuff I separated got thrown into the same location and so then I said to myself What's up with that? Don't give up, Carol Ann. <laughs> don't give up. So here's my aha moment. We don't okay. have much time, so I'm just going to say my aha moment. At first, I was thinking with the blue box yeah. that it's plastics and metal, like um, plastic uh, plastic uh, water bottles and yeah. plastic cleaner yeah. bottles and m pop cans and stuff. But you can't think of it that way. Okay. It's containers, and it, and it even says so in some of the literature. It's containers, meaning it's plastic containers, it's, it's tin containers, it's glass containers, it's even paper containers like, like milk. milk cartons. You yeah. see, that's where it got me. I thought, well, why isn't a cleaned out milk carton in under paper? Think containers. And if we think of the grocery bags that we get as containing our groceries when we come home it's all containers they're all supposed to be washed like went not washed but rinsed and caps off take the caps off and throw them in the same thing the other one is paper yeah unless that paper has touched food yeah because now now that paper that has touched food becomes organic and it's compost so like that's pizza, like so pizza boxes. Yeah, like pizza boxes. Yeah. So that that's like, why wouldn't that belong with the other cardboard? Well, because some of the oils and greases and maybe yeah. some leftover food. But then you might say, well, why can't I rip the top off? That never touched anything. But I think you're just confusing. Well, I who's going to do that, really? Well, like, that you know, somebody that cares would do that. <coughs> and, okay. And but so this is very time-consuming, this whole garbage system so now. Don't, but but <laughs> my, my point is, don't think plastics. Yeah. Don't think the material. Containers. Think, yeah, think that's containers. a good idea. Yeah. Think containers. Think paper. Think organic. And that's the everything we eat and everything we eat, that's paper that touches it. And so... That is my aha moment. Okay. I think I am good to go. I don't think you have well, to we'll see what happens look next week. over my shoulder. On garbage day, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll be watching you. Okay. Carol Ann, thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks for Carol having Ann, me. How, how can people get contact you? Not if they need help with waste management, but with mortgages. 289-251-2948 <laughs> is my cell phone. You can call me. You can text me. All right. And if you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for 
Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, truly local radio. Until next week, folks. If you're a local business owner and looking to get the word out, ask about advertising with us. We're happy to talk to you about how we can help grow your business. Just call 905 